Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. And I heard this, uh, uh. I didn't realize that was Robbie Ray. Did you know that Robbie Ray is a tennis-like grunter or that annoying guy in the gym that's that last rep? Uh. That's Robbie Ray <laughs> echoing off the roof of the trop last night in oh. Tampa. So I didn't know if you noticed or you could hear that or not. Fun, sun, and surfs. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, yeah. It's hour two of the show, brought to you by Core Green, and we're live at the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. I hear the moose fiddling with his microphone back Good. there in the bunker in Regina, That's me just Regina, passive, as they say. That's me passively, aggressively trying to, you know, let you know I'm here. That's you trying to break out? Yeah. Break out of the bunker? That's right. Um, you can tell. Hey, so Scratching and clawing. The football people. Yeah, exactly. I have a... You're Andy Dufresne. I have a lot of football people watching, obviously, Moose. We have a lot of football people. And I'm not going to out this guy, but he's in Washington. He's like, you're killing me. I love the beach, the sun, and the water. Enjoy the great south. Great show daily. And if I was you, I'd relocate to the south and do the show in the south from here on out. (laughs) How about that? Thanks, Coach. I'm not going to out him. Sammy G, he's a football guy. He has written in. He says, the beach house is amazing. And I feel, Moose, like turning this camera around and showing. It's got a capacity of 650. And just to give you an idea, you've worked in the restaurant business. I've worked in the restaurant business, owned a restaurant. That restaurant that I owned in Regina had a capacity of 195 people. And that was a good-sized restaurant. This is 650. It's big, and I can't. Oh, it's like, huge. Yeah, I can't imagine. So it's great. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do my thing here and uh, wish I was there. I probably won't let you go back alone. Okay? Right. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, my man. So the Prairie Mobile text line is open. We invite the viewer comments. Three zero six eight four zero eighty seven seventy seven. That is 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel mobility dealer. Uh, and, of course, YouTube and Facebook. We are running a contest today. The rugby, the World Rugby Sevens goes this weekend at Edmonton. We're giving away another pair of tickets here today. It's for anybody commenting on using the term rugby tickets. In our YouTube comment section, we'll have a random draw for two tickets to go to the City of Champions this weekend to watch the World Rugby Sevens. Um... Chris Bird, Chris in Toronto, he's been writing in a lot. I'm trying to see which comment of his I should read. He goes, consider yourself warned. I think he's saying that you're coming down here and that I'm warned that you're coming down. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Sammy G says, apparently you've never been to Pompano Beach. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Uh, I have, but not to this place. I just got to say, they're raving and raving and raving. Everywhere I've gone about the beach house, and you're seeing why. I'll take a few more photos. Check my social media, too. You'll see videos of where we're broadcasting from today. But let me just say I'm so grateful that they opened their doors to us for the next few days of hosting the show here. But anyways, back on track. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center as I lock myself out of my iPhone again, wearing shades, is which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL? And there are only three. It kicks off tonight, Hamilton at Ottawa. Ticats favored by 10.5 at betregal.net, and I've got the Ticats to cover. Montreal at Toronto, Friday. And Sask at BC, uh, Friday night, second game of the doubleheader. Well, 89% on Twitter are saying it's Sask at BC, and 80% on Facebook saying the same thing. It's a runaway. But as you know, Darren, every game in the CFL has some intrigue or a storyline, every single game. But let's... We talked about the Hamilton at Ottawa game tonight. Um, did you watch much of Hamilton Calgary? I forget. It seems like a month ago. It was last Friday night. Did you watch much of that? Yeah, I did. I watched enough. I watched enough of it. Well, Calgary's got a bye week. We won't talk about Calgary here. But David Watford, we had him in Saskatchewan. This guy's got all the tools. And you saw that I was saying, don't sleep on David Watford. We, I said it on the air. Yeah. And then the Ticats won that game. And I said, told you all about David Watford. And people are writing me going, he didn't win in the game, Rod. Yeah, but he didn't lose them the game. You know what I'm saying, Moose? If, 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 if David Watford goes into the annals of CFL history as a game manager that won, I think he'd take that. And what does he have to do tonight in Ottawa? Not a whole lot, man. Manage the game. Don't lose it. And all of a sudden, you're 2-0, and and Bob's your uncle. So... Yeah, what, what is your read on this game before we move into what is clearly Canada's game of the week, Sask at BC Friday night? Well, you know who would also take that. The coaches, the general managers, the owners, the teammates, everybody, the fans would take a game manager who wins football games. And David Wadford, we said, was a capable quarterback. He wasn't going to throw a bunch of interceptions. He wasn't going to make a bunch of mistakes. He was capable of stepping in. He's been in that position before. He's a good quarterback. And he'll continue to get more comfortable, and he'll get better. And this is a game where you can kind of take some risks, right, if you're yeah. the Hamilton Tiger Cats, right? You can take some risk. You can push the ball down the field. He can afford to probably make a few mistakes trying to make plays, right? And if that's not work, come back to manage the game. So this will be a fun game for David Watford to see, okay, how much can they push the boundaries and really see the talent that he has? I'm looking forward to it. Speedy B uh, ruled out this week for the Ticats as well, by the way, for the fantasy players and for the Ottawa defensive coaches. They're going to want to know that. Uh, I've gone to betregal.net, by the way. I've had a few people asking me, Rod... How do you log in? How do you play the free sportsbook? It ain't that hard. It's in the top bar. Betregal.net. Play free sportsbook. You get 1,000 Betregal points a week. This is what I'm doing because I'm too cheap to blow money on gambling. So I'll play with the points. Uh, we've got people writing in about some odds, by the way. What they say about David Carr? He was ruled out for Sunday, right? Raiders and Dolphins. Wasn't that the latest? I got to double check. I thought you were on top of sure. that. 
<laughs> they're they're I, I talking about him start. not being able to play. I don't. I haven't seen him being officially oh. ruled out yet. But they've got well, Marcus Mariota. Two has been Mariota. ruled out for sure. Maybe. Two has been ruled out, and yeah. it looks like all signs also pointing to Justin Fields getting the start too. Although I don't know if it's official yet. Uh, well, two is ruled out for sure. Raiders favored by four. Look at us. Jumping immediately to the National Football League. Uh, Cowboys-Eagles on Monday Night Football. The Cowboys are favored by three and a half. And Todd Pinkney writing in wondering if we should take that bet or not. Um, yes. America's team back at home for the first time against the... Well, I was going to say the lowly Philadelphia Eagles, but I guess they are in the win column. But the Cowboys are favored by three and a half. I got the Cowboys to cover at betregal.net. How about you, Moose? What are you thinking on that one? Yeah, I got the Cowboys to cover as well. I'm with you. I think they're they're slowly moving up, and they're a team. They, they weren't close. They weren't in the top five, but, like, they're getting there. They're a team that's trending to be right in the mix among the top teams in the National Football League. They beat a really good Chargers team, a really good Chargers team, despite some mistakes in the time management gaffes and whatnot and the Mike McCarthy blunders. If, there's, if those mistakes continue, they're going to really hurt Dallas, but the talent's there and they're playing well. So I, I like the Cowboys right now. Writing back more of the football people. They're just loving the show. You know, there's not a lot of daytime sports talk shows, Moose. Did you know that across North America? Maybe we should ask our viewers. Maybe we should ask our viewers. uh, Should we rename the name of the show from Canada's daytime sports talk show? What do you think? What will we rename it it to? North America? It wouldn't, wouldn't roll off the tongue quite as well. The continents? No. Doesn't really, you know. You know, um, uh, let's think about it. Yeah. The suggestion box, we've taken the lock off the suggestion box. It's now open. If you want to come up with a name that's not Canada's daytime sports talk show, you let us know. Yes, we are broadcasting live for the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. Did you say that we are live on Game Plus today, Clark? Did you tell me that earlier? I know we were. Okay, I know that we were in and out with the gaming tournament that they were running blast premiere there on game plus clark said for sure tomorrow live for the beach house we'll be back here at the beach house tomorrow again um from roger yee in calgary says morning rod and dupes which rookie quarterback is top of your list right now i'm thinking justin fields um trey last uh, trey lance has thrown a touchdown pass he's been decent for the 49ers but it's still jimmy's team right now Trevor Lawrence is going to be a couple years before he sees sunshine in Jacksonville. <laughs> For me right now, Justin Fields. I mean, Zach Wilson is on a bad team. Well, Matt me it's Jones, Jones hasn't been bad. It's Matt yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth, the, the last guy taken out of all of them, 15th overall by the New England Patriots. Well, and here's the difference between Mac Jones and a guy like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, he's trying to just make these incredible throws and look like a veteran quarterback. You're a rookie. Play like a rookie. Take the completions. Hit the guy in the flats. He's trying to throw it 30 yards downfield into a tight window, which he's got the ability to do, but that's hard as a rookie. And for Mac Jones, they're not making him do anything crazy, right? 
I mean, they're just letting him Mm -hmm. work his way down the field. He's making smart plays. He's throwing it away when he needs to. They're using the run game. So he's in a much better position. That's why he's having success. Justin Fields, if this Dalton injury and him starting isn't rushed, which this might be rushing him a little bit, He's, he may have the best season because he's got the most talent, I think. I like Justin Fields in terms of high-end talent. He's a special player. Uh, by the way, Jennifer watching from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, the home of the Seattle Kraken Fan Club and the UFC. She says, I had to jump over to YouTube. Facebook feeds freezing. Maybe I just stay here from now on. Moose. You make all the important decisions. I do. So when are you going to make when are you going to make that decision we, that we're well, failing on Facebook officially? Well, it's important that we make sure that we take care of our Facebook audience and get them all moved over to YouTube. So you need to know that coming soon we will be dropping the Facebook live feed and we'll be going exclusively on YouTube. So this is kind of your warning to continue to migrate over to YouTube or Game Plus or the Listen Live feed at rodpeterson.com, where you can also watch the YouTube feed, by the way, at rodpeterson.com. Start migrating over because pretty soon we will not be on Facebook. And I'm thinking we are now into the weeks, like, like six weeks or less. Some point in this calendar year, that change is going to come. So, By the way, Brian from Dodge City says, plenty of room for moose down here. All right. So notice how everybody's just, you know, sucking you in. That's kind of what they're doing with me here. Mm-hmm. Ha! Right? Oh, yeah. You know, we, we say that the people are so nice where we're from, and they are. But down here, I mean, the invitations keep rolling, and I'm actually anticipating going to watch Deron Carter's North Palm Beach High School football program this week. If not this week, next. And like I said... Going to the Florida Panthers doubleheader on Sunday against the Nashville Predators, which incidentally the Predators have accredited me for the entire, or the Panthers for the entire season. Just putting that out there. We are talking to other teams, by the way, and there are other locations across North America that will be going with this show. But as far as Florida goes, like I'm not BSing with what I'm doing here and what I'm talking about every day, nor are you. Right. And the Panthers uh, have said, you're in, you're, you're in for the whole season. And they said, we can't wait to meet you on Sunday. So just putting that out there. You're going to say something before I move on? No, I'm just uh, holding up my mic. That continues to fall down. Okay. Uh, Armando Moreno is watching in Mexico City. He is our Mexican global football reporter. And he says, have you seen the Mannings do Monday night football? Don't you think they're awesome? I didn't need to watch them on Monday night football to know they're awesome. But did you see, I'm sure you did, that their ratings doubled? From week one to week two, they averaged. Or was it week two to week like three? Whatever. Over one point three million viewers averaged during Monday night. It doubled. Like they just everybody. It was kind of a cult thing on week one. Where is it? People are messaging me. Where can I find it? Where yeah. is it? And they got a word about how great this is. And so week two, everybody's like, "Hey, I gotta watch it." I like both. I really like watching a, a football game called you know, with the play-by-play and the analysis, because these guys aren't analyzing the game necessarily. They're not calling the plays. It's not two guys calling the game. It's two guys sitting around watching the game. Like, they're talking about their chicken wings, or they're talking about, 
you know, their dad or they're talking about whatever while the game's going on. And then sometimes they'll talk about the game. So it's, it's comfortable. It's a nice change of pace. I think it's very entertaining. I love it. It's a good option. I like having the remote ready to flip yeah. back and forth between the two. Like I say, I don't mind now repeating myself, and I know we're going to go to a break here right away, but <clears throat> for those that don't know, Peyton and Eli Manning over on another ESPN feed, they just sit and watch the games and eat wings and bring in their buddies and talk about the games. And Mike Abu Meshrick, 10 years ago, had that idea. He's like, we should do this. I'm like, nobody, no, I don't want to sit with you and watch games. Why would anybody want to do that? And, uh, well, if, if you're the Mannings, yes. And who was it that said Colby Armstrong at Sportsnet w- wanted to do the exact same thing? So, yeah, I guess it's the whole thing about bringing the fans in and giving them the inside look. Uh, we'll be right back. This is the hour two of the Rod Peterson Show live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. Brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. On the way, Matt Stajan, longtime NHLer and current assistant coach of the Calgary Hitman. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues. Hour two brought to you by Core Grain. Uh, I was saying what would be a good name for this show from Canada's daytime sports talk show. From here in the beach house, they've said Florida's daytime sports talk show, Moose. So you might want to think about that. Oh, what do you think? How about that? We can't. They like it. We could add a from florida to the show i, I mean i like florida's daytime sports talk show and i think that everybody would just come on in uh leighton janice watching on youtube says come on down to youtube yes we got the smoke from terry carrier you are canada's daytime sports talk show and maybe that is why u.s people watch they can get u.s sports all the time just my thought from Jerome Marburg, the quintessential daytime sports show. It would be the QDSS. I don't know. By the way, Sammy G, a football guy from Orlando, writes in and he says, New York is too much pressure for a rookie quarterback on a bad team. Uh, yeah, ask Sam Darnold. Panthers, by the way, uh, on Thursday Night Football, 
they are at the Houston Texans. That should be an interesting game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. We're very close to blocking this Ryan Friesen. Are you seeing all his comments there? No. Oh, he's just he's constantly oh, trolling, and the viewers are calling trolling. him out for being a troll. And I'm about ready to ban him. So, Ryan Friesen, smarten up. Christine is watching a medicine hat. She says, so do you ever wear the same shirt twice? No. Like Bill Clinton, who they say <laughs> never wore the same pair of socks twice. Did you know Serious? that? I did not. Neither did you, Moose. That's right. That's an easy one for you. That's an easy one for um, me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't wear socks. I got this one at the football game on Sunday, obviously. And I like, I like it. Uh, the other day at Dodge City, I think I wore three shirts on the air. I was doing more wardrobe changes than Janet Jackson at Super Bowl halftime. Um, but today the sun is its now officially gone behind the canopy here. Just, is, how are the boys doing on the lighting back there? Have they said anything? Is it better? I think we're, I think we're pretty happy. Yeah. yeah, I think they're happy. You can Clark see a little bit of the sky the now. The, yeah. Yeah. It's just going to get better and better. Um, I'm going to do a sports update here. Training camps begin around the NHL this week, less than 80 days since the Tampa Bay Lightning hoisted the Stanley Cup. The shortest offseason in league history is over as players report for physicals today with the first practice session scheduled for tomorrow. Ahead, of, uh, ahead is what's set to be the first 82-game regular season since 2018-19 before the pandemic derailed the NHL and the rest of the world. The one in four Ottawa Red Blacks sit dead last in the CFL and at the bottom of nearly every statistical category entering a home game tonight against the three and three Hamilton Tiger Cats. The Red Blacks have dropped four consecutive games that haven't played since the 45-13 road loss to BC on September the 11th. The Tiger Cats first in the East. They plan to start David Watford at quarterback for the second straight game. Blue Jays will utilize a bullpen day today in the rubber match against the Tampa Bay Rays at the Trop. Lefty Hinjin Roo played catch yesterday but isn't ready to return from neck stiffness. Toronto beat Tampa 4-2 last night to stay a half game ahead of the Yankees for the second AL wildcard race, uh, wildcard spot. Yankees righty Corey Kluber faces the Rangers for the first time since pitching a no-no against the May 19th in Texas. Kluber pitched one inning last year in his only season with Texas and tore a muscle in his shoulder. New York chasing the Jays for that second AL wildcard spot. And for the soccer fans, Toronto SC has won the Canadian Championship seven times, but likely has never needed the trophy as much as it does this year. Having already made a coaching change, TFC has stumbled to a 4-15-6 record in MLS play and is looking to the Canadian Championship as a consolation prize and a nightmarish campaign. Toronto hosts York United FC of the Canadian Premier League in the Canadian Championship quarterfinal tonight, hoping to take a step closer to the Voyagers Cup. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store, where you'll never have to ask to get the CFL game put on. For Ballers Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Riders tailgate party, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. So, Moose, I got it. I, I got it. All right. I'm looking at soccer now. You got all these different leagues, and they all play each other, and they all drop in on each other, and... You know, we call them exhibition games in the real world, and they call them friendlies. So you got Toronto FC playing a York team from another league. 
why don't we do that in football and hockey? So, like, the Maple Leafs are playing the Laval Rocket, and the Pats play the Florida Panthers, and <laughs> you know what I mean? And the Rough Riders play the Buccaneers. <laughs> they do it in soccer. Spicy. I like it. What do you think? I like it. Although we got to worry about people dying when you're going to do that, but, you know. Well, if soccer can do it. Yeah, but there's... There's more soccer teams and leagues, I think, that are at similar levels. Um, this would, you know what, this would, this would be like having the Panthers play the KHL team in Moscow on a more regular basis and the Elite League in ah. Switzerland and the Swedish Elite League and, you know what I mean? Um, football would be interesting. I could see, I would love to see a preseason exhibition game between, like, the Grey Cup champion and the team that finishes last in the NFL. So, like, Atlanta or Jacksonville against Winnipeg. I'll be interesting. I'd be into that. Well, you get, you get it. And the winner get it. Say this, gets say to play what, in the Clark? NFL. Well, we, I think we have them scheduled for, like, seven minutes from now, don't we? Yeah. So we'll hold on and stay on the current times. Sorry about that, Darren. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't understand. I mean, I, the soccer people are going to have to explain to me how from the Canadian Premier League versus the MLS, I would have thought there's a significant drop-off between those two leagues in terms of, leagues in terms of talent. Is there not? There's, there's, there's going to be a drop-off. And again, you and I trying to talk about and evaluate soccer talent and is not going to be our strong suit, but there's a drop-off for sure. But, you know, when you look overseas, and I've been kind of following it a little bit more lately, you know, when you look at relegation, right, it's such a big part of what they do um, that if you finish near the bottom or at the bottom, you get relegated down a league, right? And you can get promoted up league. So by having success, you can move up and down. We don't really have relegation in North America, right? That if you're so bad, you drop down league. to a different league in any league, in any sport, right? I think that would be interesting. You know, right now we have tanking for draft picks, right? And if you finish <laughs> at the bottom, you get a high draft pick and a chance to get better. But we don't have relegation. I think it would be interesting to see if you could incorporate that somehow. It'd be, it would add a whole new wrinkle. I don't know what's going on here or how this happened in the comments section. They're raging over, what is it, which league is better or something like that. Chris Bird watching in King City, Ontario says, I have a preference in the CFL, but that is mainly because my home team plays in the league. He's talking about the Toronto Argonauts. What's, what's the debate going on? He says, in my opinion, if anyone says they only like the CFL or the NFL and not the other, doesn't know enough about football, both leagues offer a high level of play. Are we going back there again? Why do we? We don't have this discussion in hockey. And listen, I've given up. The, I know that we're not going to change people, Darren. But what? It's a, it's a football thing where they need to compare the NFL versus the CFL. I will never forget watching the God's team, the Regina Pats against the Seattle Thunderbirds. We went to the Four Seasons Sports Palace to watch it. And there was guys over in the next booth. And there was an offside call. We were watching the game on, I, I guess it was Shaw or Access. And some guy's like, oh, that wouldn't have been an offside in the NHL. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> why? Why? 
Like, that's just stupid. That's, I prefer the American Hockey League to the NHL. Said no one ever. Why do we have to have this discussion in football? Can you explain that one to me today? I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, I get it. You only feel like you need to stand up for yourself and for your league if, if you feel some sort of inferiority or that you've been slighted, right? That I need to puff up my chest and prove to you that I'm equal. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't think you can tell me better than, than I could tell you. Like, I don't think they do that in the U.S. when it comes to college football versus the NFL, right? They always talk about which one's better, which one's more popular, you know, because you see stadiums with over 100,000 people at some times, like we did at the White Oak game in Penn State on the weekend, um, over 100,000 people. You don't see that in the NFL, which one makes more money, TV deals, players getting paid. I mean, you compare them a little bit, but for the most part, people just have their team in each league and they cheer for both of them. One league plays on Saturday, the other league plays on Sunday. They go from the Navy and the White of Penn State to the black and gold of the Steelers on Sunday, right? We just have that inability. That it's a really good we're point. Not, we're not allowed to do both in the CFL. Why not? Aaron, Aaron Beach on Facebook says, and all these leagues play the same rules, even though they're at different competitive levels. Aaron's talking about soccer, I think. So it'd be easy for one league to play another league because they have the same rules. But in football, you can't. That's another problem. That's how EA Sports, you could plug in AHL teams and junior teams, CHL and NHL, right? It was so easy. Yeah. The CFL went to those American rules. We'd have a video game already. Think about That's that. Right. So That's I guess right. that is the difference between the sports. Christina Medicine Hat says, love and enjoy most sports, but tell me when did poker become a sport? Don't get it. Well, it's not, Christine, but these 24-hour sports networks need to fill time somehow. Moose, we'll bring you back a little later on for overtime. How's that sound? Sounds great. Matt Stage into the Calgary Hitman. NHL alum is loaded up and ready to go when we come back. You're watching the RP Show live from the Beach House in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. For now, on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues. We're live from the beach house in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. Can I say Florida's daytime sports talk show continues? Got a uh, got an invite, Moose, for another restaurant to do the show from. I'll tell you about it later when you join us for overtime. Interested to talk to Matt Stajan. Very interested. 1,003 NHL games. Flames, Maple Leafs, play to the Belleville Bulls. He's a Mississauga guy. And now the latest assistant coach of the Calgary Hibbon. And he joins us from, I can tell, the Saddle Dome. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Very well, man. I appreciate you coming on. I, I, listen, we've been trying to get a hold of you for a while, going through the Hitman to do it. And listen, I'm a big Calgary sports fan. I saw you on Sportsnet, watched you for years, and now, as a player, and now you're with the Hibbon coaching staff. Can you talk about the decision post-career for you to kind of settle into what you're going to do? And it looks like you now have a great fit. 
Yeah, it just it is challenging as a, as a player, as you see and you hear from a lot of guys. Um, but for me, I was just feeling it out. Um, I did the media thing and I enjoyed it. Um, but I, I wanted something a little bit more consistent and, and permanent. And coaching has always been something on my mind. It, it, the only thing holding me back was, um, you know, being away too much. Um, and when this opportunity came where with where we're living in Calgary to, to jump into the WHL with Calgary Hitmen, it was a great opportunity that we uh, that would be a great fit with me and my wife and, and our family. So I'm, I'm happy to be aboard. You know, uh, a lot of things to talk about with you, Matt. I mean, looking back at your career, the, the things jump out at me. And one is a thousand and three games. How important was it for you to get to a thousand? And what was your thousandth game like? What do you remember about it? Yeah, it was well. Obviously, when you when you get close to that number, it's it's on your mind. Um, so it's a proud moment for sure uh, for any player. I think you know it's it's a milestone. You get a silver stick and and everything that comes with it. But more importantly, it's it's just you know recognition to you look back at everything you've been through in your career to, to just get to the NHL and to be there uh, for that long and, and year after year um, having to push for your job. And, you know, there's always someone trying to take your job at the NHL level. And, uh, you know, so just proud uh, to, to reach that. And you think about all the people that helped you reach that and, and pushed you. And, and um, you know, and, and for myself, I play on a lot of teams that were in rebuilding years and, and um, you know, didn't have, unfortunately a lot of playoff opportunities so you know that, that's another thing i had to overcome and, and mentally just stay with it and uh you know it was, it was i was proud and um my thousand game wasn't very memorable because we we actually got shut out here at the saddle dome i think against uh, anaheim um but uh you know i think it's, it's just you, you remember everything about uh your whole career when you hit it's a it's a time you look back on, on so much and uh I was fortunate to to get to that number because early in that season I was getting scratched a lot, and um, you know I had to work myself back into the lineup just to to make it there. And and um, and I was fortunate to get there. You see a lot of guys fall just short, so uh, I'm happy I got there. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just say, be the latest to say congratulations on that. That is one heck of a milestone. It's a it's a, fanta- a fantastic career, Matt. But now, do you see this coaching thing as a way of giving back? I mean, it's not just a way to stay in the game, but to help the young guys. How are you enjoying this time with the Hitman so far? Because it's only been a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I I feel like it was just a great opportunity. Coaching is always something I, I thought maybe I would want to get into when I'm done. Um and it's just yeah it's giving back but at the same time it's it's finding out what what i'm gonna do and you know what direction i want to go for the rest of my life i'm not just gonna sit at home and do nothing so uh and, and when i looked at it, it was, it's just a good fit um you know my, my last few years in the nhl i was a fourth line center and a veteran on the team and a leader in the room and and i took it on myself as one of my that's one of my roles was to help the young guys along. That's that, that was part of my job description. I never lost sight of that. Um, you know, you, you worry about yourself, but it's about the team. And, and uh, you know, so I feel like I could use a lot of that, you know, and molding myself into being a coach and, and helping these young, young men who are just starting out in junior hockey and learn to be pros. So I, I it's something, it's a path I wanted to, to, to explore and, and see how much I liked it. And, um, 
I think it's a good fit for myself, and I think I am going to like it. I've liked it so far, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, good for you. Well, you are a hardworking player. I watched a lot of your games. You'll be a hardworking coach. I think it's going to be a great fit. But as a career media guy like I am, 17 years in the Western Hockey League, I have to ask you what you liked and disliked about the uh, Sportsnet commentary because I saw you on the panel there with Brower, my, my boy Ryan Leslie, and um, not as easy as it looks, especially when you got to be critical, right? <laughs> I mean, with the Flames, they, they gave some opportunities uh, last year to be critical. Yeah, honestly, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I have a great rela- relationship with, with Ryan Leslie, and, and you know he really helped me along. And, and it's nerve-wracking. It's, it's, there's nothing like you know talking in front of a camera, playing in front of 20,000 people, you know, is is easy. Um, you know, talking in front of a camera under the pressure of, of knowing, you know, millions of people are watching. That's that's a whole new level. Uh, making sure you don't stutter over your own words. So it, it was a challenge, and I feel like I got more and more comfortable. And it's something you know I could always go back to um, if, if I want to. But uh, I enjoyed it. Honestly, it kept me involved. You know, to watch the games. Um, you really dissect the games as you do when you play, but. When you retire, you kind of get away from it. So it got me back into to really watching the games more closely. And and yeah, there is a, a learning curve there. To you know, you gotta you gotta say it like it is. And and there's a way to do that, especially when when still a bunch of your buddies are still playing on the team. Um, you know, there's a there's a fine line there that you you wanna you wanna walk. So, um, if I, you know, we'll see down the road. But uh, I, I always felt you know being a part of a team and, and a coach was something I wanted to try before I really committed to doing the media thing and and um you know so this is where i'm at right now and and we'll see uh, what the future brings well if you were nervous uh, it certainly didn't show and i watch almost every flames broadcast so uh, i just think that you're the kind of guy that'd be successful at whatever you do and on that flame staff by or the hitman staff by the way couple of beauties there with steve hamilton and uh trent Cassan. yorkton terrier is great Talk about working with those guys on the Hitman staff, if you don't mind. Yeah, that that was one of uh, the things that, that drew me here. This this kind of came out of the blue, to tell you the truth. Joel Otto, unfortunately, has Steve, seeing if I'd be interested, I went in for an interview. Um, and part of the, the reason I got drawn here is because I knew I'd be learning from, you know, from Steve and, and Trent who have been in the game, you know, at this level for a long time. And, um, and, and yeah, for me, it's, it's about helping these kids, but I also want to learn the side of the game and, and uh, you know, there's a lot to learn. So um, there are two guys that I felt were a great fit. You know, we have good times in, in the office there and um, you know, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, be a sponge uh, a lot of times here in the in the dressing room, uh, watching watching uh, Steve do his thing. What is uh, just last one for you, Matt Stage? And what is the outlook for the Hitman? I'm more of an Eastern Division guy. I called the Regina Pats games in the 24 game bubble last year, and everyone at Connor Bedard's games. But I didn't see any of the Hitman games live. What's the outlook in the Central Division overall, and uh, for the Hitman, where do you see you guys fitting in? Yeah, I'm just learning all, all that, and, and it's it's a bit of a wild card season, right? Because guys only played 20 games last year, um, so a lot of the rookies that were rookies last year are basically going to their full, first full year. So, um, you know, I think once we get guys back from, from NHL camps and you kind of see how it draws out, 
um, we'll see where we are. Um, you know, just talking, uh, you know, I think, um, there's a few teams that, that, you know, Edmonton always has a good roster and, and they're probably the team to beat, but, um, you know, we'll see. I, it's, it's a fresh season and, and everybody should have high hopes and, and, you know, we're, we're working to, to make these kids better each day and, uh, come together as a team and, and hopefully we can, we can be in the mix there with them. Well, by the way, it's been a long time since you've been around junior, almost 20 years as I look at your hockey DB. So let me ask you this, how much has changed? Lots, lots. The, the resources these kids have, um, it's unbelievable. I guess the whole hockey world shifted that way, the whole world really, but the video, the, the nutrition, you know, they have, you know, medical, the medical, the, the trainers, they have strength coaches, uh, the food they get on the bus after it's, it's a whole new level to back when I was in Belleville years ago, where we had one trainer doing everything. He was the medical guy, the, the skate sharpening guy, the equipment guy, the, he, he, he did our workouts for us. So it's, it's come a long way. Um, and, and it's good because they, they learn to be pros a lot, lot quicker. And, um, so it, it's been an eye opener just to, to see that, but I kind of expected that because the NHL is trended in that, that direction. Everything follows suit, suit below that in the hockey world. So, um, it's exciting though. I think it's, uh, it's just great to be back in the rank around, around players and, and seeing the excitement on everybody's face uh, and hopefully playing in front of some fans here soon will be exciting for everybody. No kidding. Well, they call it uh, the mini NHL, the Western Hockey League, and I don't think there's any doubt that it is. Matt, uh, again, big fan for a long time, but you know, hoping to get you on for a while. I appreciate the time here today, and good luck in your career and with the Hitman this year. Well, thank you, and yeah, anytime you, you want to chat, let me know. Appreciate it. Matt Stajan of the Calgary Hitman joining us from the Saddle Dome, as you can see. We'll take a timeout, and uh, Moose will be back with overtime, and we'll take a look at the uh, latest in sports today on this Wednesday. You're watching Canada's daytime sports talk show live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Quite a studio indeed, the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. And just ahead of bringing Moose back on here in overtime, which is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. A sports update, the Toronto Blue Jays finish off a three-game series with the Tampa Bay Rays this afternoon in Florida. It's the rubber match of the series between the AL East rivals. Julian Merriweather starts for the Jays, who enter the contest with a half-game lead over the Yankees for the AL uh, final wildcard spot. Week 8 of the CFL season kicks off tonight in Ottawa where the Red Blacks will take on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Red Blacks enter the game with the worst record in the league at 1-4. and four. They're coming off a bye. Tie Cats at 3-3 three and three lead the East. And three quarterfinals of the Canadian Soccer Championship are on today's docket. Action kicks off in Halifax where the Wanderers will host CF Montreal. Later games see Toronto FC host York United and Calgary-based Calvary while Pacific FC. 
If we can get uh, Moose on the screen here. Uh, Darren, DG in Saskatoon writes in here in this viewer takeover segment. DG says, morning, guys. Three former CFL players were among the 122 nominees announced today for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Jeff Garcia, Joe Horn, and Andre. It makes me think, can someone tell me why isn't in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame yet? As from DG in Saskatoon. And uh, as I wrote in my commentary the other day, I was in the CFL because I can answer questions like this. And it would be for the same reason that Ken Austin's not in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Nobody's likely nominated him. So how do you feel about that mechanism, Darren, for the Canadian Football Hall of Fame that you don't get in unless for nomination? Because that's the thing with Kent, and I would guess... That would be the same thing with Jeff Garcia. Should you have to be wait wait to be nominated by somebody? Probably not. I think you should be up, you know, and eligible when your time comes up, right? We see that at other times, right? Certain number of years passed or the eligibility, everybody's name goes on the ballot, right? I think that's how it works in baseball. Clark will be better at that than I will. Or in hockey, right? You become eligible and everybody becomes eligible. You don't have to be nominated to get in. Um, it makes it feel more legit does that make sense um then it just yeah if somebody nominates you it's it sounds um i don't know that's what that's a weird one for me you know at some point it might be worth examining all the criteria of the hall of fames and trying to figure out okay does this make sense does it not i know um we've got the guys from the the hockey hall of fame that watch on a daily basis and, and fill us in and and we got a nice note from craig yesterday um regarding Jim Houston going in the wing there and being recognized, um, you know, as a broadcaster. Um, but, yeah, that would be why, why Ken Austin's not in, for sure. It not is. Nominated. And the, the thing is, is, well, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame for years and years and years, as, as long as I've been doing work with them, which goes back 20-plus years, they operated on their own sort of satellite committee separate from the Canadian Football League. And I emceed a lot of their events across this country at Grey Cups and in Saskatchewan. And I knew this was the mechanism as to how they did it. And because uh, I had those questions too. Why is Kent not in? Why is this guy not in? And Mark Denoble, or as you know, I like to call him Mark Denoboli. I would ask him these questions and he, that was his answer. But then he was one of the many people, well, he retired actually in January, now that I think about it. And the CFL Last I heard is running every aspect of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. I don't even know if there's a selection committee anymore. Jeff Garcia into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. And, and, and which, by the way, I mean, Darren, he might be a little before your time. Is he even worthy? Right. How about that? Well, I have to go back <laughs> and look. look how, many, how many years did he play in the league with Calgary when he came in? I'm trying to think ah. because... I remember Let's go to the big board. Like my earliest memories of the of the CFL go back to '95 and right around that period. And yeah. I remember, you know, mom and dad having people over for a great cup party at the house when it was in Saskatchewan, the huddle up in Saskatchewan, and it was Baltimore and Calgary. Doug Flutie was the quarterback. I remember. And I remember Jeff Garcia was the backup on that team. And then when yeah. you know Doug went to Toronto and. Jeff ended up taking over the Calgary Stampeders. I remember that. I remember him going to San Francisco into the NFL. So I do remember the early days. But I don't remember him being there for a decade. I'm looking it up here. Okay. 98 Grey Cup. But 
Jeff, five seasons with Calgary from 94. And uh, see, so won one Grey Cup in 1998. And I know the smiling one. Yeah. Houston had a rushing touchdown, blah, blah, blah. So Jeff Garcia's got the one Grey Cup. But you know what? One thing that I've learned years ago, which I would consider myself, you need minimum two Grey Cups as a start into the Canadian Football uh, Hall of Fame. Have we not? We established that, didn't we? I think so. That appears to be what it is. You know, there's there's no written rules, but there's unwritten rules. There's a standard. And I love Deion Sanders' take on the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but I love his take is if, we, if we're debating a guy into the Hall of Fame, maybe he should be, maybe he shouldn't then be. he shouldn't be. Then he's not a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famers are slam dunks. You know they're the best of the best. Addiction, it destroys relationships. But the good news is addiction is a treatable illness. At Aurora Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation recovery with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the beautiful Lake Winnipeg, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center. Recovery life. Go to AuroraRecoveryCenter.com. I've been there. It is as beautiful as they say. Again, Aurora Recovery Center. Loved one is battling addiction or any other mental health crises. Moose, this has been awesome. We can bring him back uh, from the house in Pompano Beach, Florida. Listen, I'll call you later. Okay. But I've got more invitations from places to do this show and things to do, okay? So I'll just run it by the... Enjoy! (laughs) See you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus! Right? Get pucks deep? Yeah, you know, uh... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a big game, it's a big game, and everybody's uh, working. You know, know, the boys are working hard. It's, uh, you know, one game at a time, one shift at a time. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.